0: Hello and welcome to the From the Touchline podcast. I'm Rev Brad Kenny, Director of Soccer Chaplains United and the volunteer chaplain for the Colorado Rapids of Major League Soccer. Well, we're changing things up for the next few weeks as we celebrate and commemorate the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup taking place in Australia and New Zealand. We've got some different theme music and a little different format. Each week of the tournament, I'm going to read a different selection from our devotional book that we've just published. The devotional is entitled Five Women You Meet in Faith and Football. You can find it on Amazon in paperback or in ebook format in the Kindle Store. So sit back, we begin this week's reading next. Week five of the Five Women You Meet in Faith and Football. Sadly, it's our last week to do this on the podcast, but this week we meet Mary, the mother of Jesus. For today's warm-up, we'll look at the section of Mary's story found in Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 56. I want to encourage you to take a moment, pause the podcast, and read the passage. Either use the YouVersion Bible app, your own copy of a Bible, or listen to it audibly. Take a minute now to read through it let's get into a little bit of Rondo. We've got a note for today, something to pay attention to with Mary's story in the reading. I'm going to read this special note, which comes on our Match Day page. Special notes, day one, Mary is visited by the angel Gabriel. We understand from Scripture that Gabriel is one of three, quote-unquote, archangels, i.e., a commander of angels. Uh, Some people like to romanticize meeting angels, but if you notice in the Bible angels usually have to begin their message with, do not be afraid. So I think that should tell us something about Mary's encounter here with Gabriel. Okay, so in our field exercise, let me read the devotional reflection subtitled, "Mary, the Receptive. Again, this is for day one. Mary, the Receptive. Coaches, the good ones, love a footballer who is willing to learn, the one receptive to instruction, to correction and coaching. Mary exemplifies a receptive spirit when she hears the news of her selection to bear Jesus into the world. She responds, may it be to me as you have said, Luke 1, Contrast Mary's response to Zacharias. He says, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. That's Luke 1, verse 18. Mary sings, Zachariah has his mouth shut, literally, as a result. Who are you more like? Are you receptive and open, or more closed off in your belief? At first glance, we might feel like it's our right to question when things are strange or weird. Old people getting pregnant, though, is different than a girl who's never been with a man getting pregnant. Both question the angel's news, but Mary's question seems to be more of the how is this scientifically possible variety, whereas Zechariah, a man and a priest or pastor no less, just plainly doesn't believe it will happen. His response is, prove this can happen because I just don't believe. God still brings his plans to fruition, whether we are believing and receptive or we are skeptical and resistant. I find a similar feature at play in football. Every season, teams have a mix of those open and receptive and those who are resistant. Coaches must work to get as many members of the team as possible to buy into the vision, to receive the direction, and to strive together toward the ultimate goal. God desires a receptive person. Scripture is full with his invitation to us through Jesus. Let me read Matthew 10, 40 yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. My friends, let us be receptive to him. All right, so our finishing drills for today, we're going to work through a couple reflection questions. The first one is this. Take a minute to compare Zechariah and Mary. Both receive extraordinary news, looking at these two examples, how can this lead us in moments when God might have extraordinary news for us? Hey, to be honest, my personality type, I don't like change. I like to set it and forget it. When change happens, it can be really hard for me. I really like routine. And I'm probably more like Zachariah in the final analysis. I'd like to think I would respond like Mary, but the truth is that's not likely me at least not for most of the life change situations that have come to me or that I've had to go through. I do remember one moment, though, my wife and I were in seminary. We found out that she was pregnant with our first child. It was really hard news for my wife at first, not because the pregnancy was hard and not because she or I didn't want to get pregnant, but more so, I think, because she knew that we had had this plan to wait to start a family until I was done with seminary. And by year two and a half, three of our marriage, she knew, she realized Brad isn't a person who likes change. So I think in some ways the finding out the news in the in that beginning was harder for her because she's like, oh, what's Brad gonna think? I'm such a big planner. I like to plan out all these little details, and you know, I, I've gotten better people, trust me. But I still have a long way to go. Surprising though, in that moment, as I remember it, when we found out we were pregnant. I, I remember having a real sense of peace. I don't remember getting too upset or frazzled by the news. In fact, I remember kind of like, hey this, is, hey, this is okay. You know, this is great. Um, of course, I didn't know all that was in store, but I was kind of in between a Zachariah and Mary response, if I remember correctly. Uh, reflection question two. Think back to a time when you were receptive to news which seemed hard at first, but you came to see as a blessing at a later point. How has God been good to you in and through that moment? As I reflect on this question, my departure from church and church staff was hard. I was on staff at a megachurch. I felt like my family was well cared for, looked after, and some hard things came as part of that transition. Uh, I found out later some lies had been part of that, lies told to me, lies told to others about me. That made for some really hard news but I've come in many ways to see that that was a blessing from God. To be able to do the work that I do today with Soccer Chaplains United, with the team, the Colorado Rapids, there's still some times and moments when I think, oh, that life was easier or better, but truth is now I can see God's hand in bringing me where I am today, bringing me out of church staff, off church staff, and I'm I'm really grateful and thankful. So that's that's kind of a moment, a time when you know, I, I, I got this hard, tough news, and uh, I didn't know that, uh, what all was in store, but um, looking back now, I see God good, and God was good in and through that moment. Well, now for our cool down. Pray with me, if you will, this prayer for today. Even when I can't see, even when I don't understand the why or how, help me know you're working. Help me trust you. You're in the midst, in the unseen, bringing about something new and amazing inside me. Let it be, Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening today. Just to remind you, Five Women You Meet in Faith and Football is available now through Amazon. We'd love it if you give the book and this podcast a rating and a review. Well, I hope you'll join us again next week. This is Rev. Brad coming to you from the Touchline.